anymore but i'm still singing it it is the fall time here in chicago it's mm. lovely i love chicago in the fall i hate hot weather and when chicago cools down it gets right into the groove of things all right it's, it's like good. it's like when it's pleasantly cold i'm into that shit this is the weather it should be all year i've recently got back into working out and i i've run every day mm-hmm. before i go to the gym and Getting back into working out at like the tail end of July, beginning of mm. August, and running in the out of doors, mm. super unpleasant. I was for the first, and I hate running, so but I have to do it because it's the only way that I can like stay. Fit. You're not into like other forms of cardio. I have now. I have an uh, an exercise bike, stationary bike in the basement, and I do it, but it's more just to supplement my run and not in the stead of my run because running is like the only thing I've known to I've been known to do that's actually effectively helped me get into shape so I have to run but there's also a certain discipline aspect to like when you do something that you don't necessarily want to do but you know is like good for your endorphins good for you it really sets off your day like damn I got the discipline to do a whole lot of things right so I was the other day I was running and tell me why I was gleeful Tell me why I was giddy. I was running and I was like, oh my goodness, the weather is so amazing. I like wanted to pull out my phone and tweet that the weather was phenomenal while I was mid run. I was elated. Who are you? I know. I was like, what the fuck is going on? It's been beautiful. It's been a like a crisp. It's 66 outside right now. Beautiful weather. Because September in Chicago was really... Is a podcast about the weather now. September in <laughs> Chicago is really, you know... This is a travel a cra- podcast. Envision yourself in Chicago if right. you're not already. It's a crapshoot, right? It's a mixed bag. It can September can either be, like, brisk and beautiful or hot as shit. I need you to not talk about September like that. It's, it doesn't sit right with my spirit. It's a great month, but historically and then the previous few years september has been too hot it's been too hot september should be cold september should be a cold month the Um, leaves should start changing my i should be able to wear pants and a long sleeve shirt and not die yeah it shouldn't be uncomfortable to wear pants right so that's that's all i'm asking for and it's giving and she's giving this this year september uh pretty much since september 4th every day has been giving I, on the other hand, instead of working out, what I have been doing is getting into pumpkin spice. Ooh. I, I, uh, I never was a pumpkin spice latte person, and I'm still not. But what I have discovered is a pumpkin spice chai latte. Mmm. Girl, yes. Iced, of course. Girl, yes. Which is their iced chai concentrate with oat milk. Mm-hmm. And then... Pumpkin cold foam on top with their pump with their pumpkin spice the seasoning on top. Foam. The cold first foam off is the Starbucks so cold foam is life ruining. Orgasmic. This, the the first time I had it, I was like, "Well, this this is 
terrible news because it's delicious and I can't get it out of my head and I think about it every day and I'm gonna want one until they stop selling it absolutely I must confess I have had two PSLs since the start of this season I am not beating the white girl allegations today or ever I am a pumpkin spice latte hoe and I I now that I've tasted their pumpkin spice like spice mix they're on to something. Yeah. You let those girls enjoy their seasonal little drink because it's delicious. It is delightful. And like it has put me in the spirit that I'm like, I'm going to make a pumpkin chili. I'm going to make a I'm going to make a vegetarian pumpkin chili. I think I've had one of those before and it was good. I made it for us last. last yeah, fall didn't time. you? Didn't I did you? Not. I made pumpkin hummus, which was delightful. You did. And it was good. So I'm just, I am feeling, I'm feeling very seasonal. I'm in, I'm in the mood for, for the fall time. We're singing Nick Let's Go. It's spirit Halloweens are cropping up across all of the abandoned Toys R Uses. <laughs> America is in its prime, baby girl. But speaking of September in Chicago, what that means for most people is that it is Riot Fest season. And Riot Fest is happening as we're recording this. Is it? It is. It happened this weekend. And one thing that happened at Riot Fest that we have to talk about is that the Chicago Police Department set up a recruitment booth. So they had motherfucking seats. Sorry, at Riot Fest? At Riot I Fest. Need Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. So, like, literally, they set up a booth at Riot Fest to try to recruit people to join the Chicago Police Department. And I can't think of anything more punk rock. Like, that is so cool. That's so Riot Fest. Like, the Chicago Police Department that was haranguing Mexican people for celebrating Mexican Independence Day this weekend. Literally, they they were trying to divert traffic. They were checking IDs. Of people celebrating. I was like, that's so racist. Why isn't anyone talking about how racist that is? And there they are at Riot Fest trying to recruit. That's insane, dude. Like, (laughs) you... And if you are somebody at Riot Fest who isn't anti-police, you need to leave. Right. Rage against the machine in service of the Chicago Police Department. (laughs) We love our boys in blue. (laughs) One thing I really like, though, is those billboards. I know you've seen them. The officer down billboards. They're not called that, but I always refer to them that way. They're like fallen angel or some shit. But it's. They cannot stop getting graffitied. No, but the best part is if you Google them like nine times out of ten, they died of COVID. Or they died of having heart attacks. Those motherfuckers. It's like they paint this picture of an officer who died in the line of duty, but it's just like your heart gave out because you were too fucking fat. <laughs> you ate too many donuts. You sat in front of your little fucking. You were playing Angry Birds and on your little car TV screen for too long. You refused to get vaccinated and right. you died coughing your eyes out. And that is genuinely the most patriotic thing you can do. Back to Taking the L podcast. As always, I am Ravana, joined by my beautiful, beautiful co-host Jay. That's me. And 
I do have I have a, a humble brag L this week. Um I have lost a lot of weight recently. I've been working I mentioned at the beginning I've worked out I haven't missed a day in eight weeks, which is crazy for me at the gym. I've been running a lot. Um and and this she is She started this episode with having me squeeze her gains. I did. My muscles are big, right? My arm muscles? Yeah. Well, you you What do you, you mean you, well? You dispelled the you dispelled the mystery of which muscles it was. It could have been a whole mystery box situation. I did but. start this episode by referring to her as cunt muscles. So <laughs> maybe just no, I'm just kidding. She did squeeze my arm. And um but it's big, right? My biceps are they're better. Yeah, they're big. And I'm not going to lie. Part of my weight loss journey started because someone commented on one of my YouTube videos, fat arms. And that was it. And I was like, oh, fuck. No, but I mean, it really began after my dad died. I was like, I got to take better care of myself because I let myself go bad, bad <laughs> over the past couple years. And like, so I've, I've lost quite a bit of weight just in these past uh, two months recently. And but my L is obviously not that I've lost weight because I just wanted to tell you all that I did that. I pat myself on the back a little bit for that. But um, my L is that I have insane stretch marks now all across my upper thighs and my lower stomach and like my hips particular. You won't be able to see them in these. I can show you my hip ones probably. Stretch marks are weird because they're like. They, they like when you start when they're just starting to develop like little ones they look like little worms yeah they're not cute they're very ugly and they are literally all across the front of my body it's bad and like every time i'm like wow because it's, on the one hand i'm like these are stretch marks are obviously an indicator that i'm losing quite a bit of weight mm-hmm. but on the other hand it's like damn them bitches ugly as fuck <laughs> i got varicose veins at 25 <laughs> what the hell is going on motherfucker <laughs> Uh also my other just tandem l is having to be at the gym physically present there like i i go just for an insight into my workout routine i go f- four to five days a week in the gym and then my days off i typically hit the uh stationary bike or i walk on my treadmill here but like motherfuckers be stinking okay (laughs) the gym be smelly all right it is not a pleasant place to i go to the cheap gym so it's not thank god it's not planet fitness but it is the cheap gym that has all of the equipment and they be stinking up the joint. All right. (laughs) I walk in there. There is not a breath of fresh air ever in that motherfucker. No one ever opens a window despite my many, many pleas with the guy who works the front desk to please crack a window. Cause that bitch is stinking. All right. Those guys do not wash their bodies. It stinks. Be you. I walk in there. I put on a show. I'm, I waft my hand in front of my face, try to get the smell away. I'm like, yuck. Uh. Also, the this other is the, this is the um, the argument for a women only gym. No, please. It's it's because guess if I was running a women only gym, I'd open the window. Right. Also, women shower. <laughs> right. Right. So, no, and that sucks. Also, first of all, okay. I was in really good shape for a while, gained a fuck ton of weight, and now I'm getting back to that point. It's going to take me probably more than a year, but I'm getting back to that point. And I've realized people are so much nicer to me now than they were even just two months ago. People 
hate fat people. They are just mean to you by virtue of you like being heavy. Like even at the gym now, people I've had strangers come up to me and be like, you're looking good. Like things are looking better than they were when you started coming here. And I'm like, that's a crazy thing to say to me. Like you're just going to come up to me and be like, yo, you were fat as shit before now. Less so shit's looking tight. Right. Like, (laughs) come on, man. That's like inappropriate. (laughs) Never the women though. Only the weird men. And I agree with you. I do need a women's only chip. The only problem is they're definitely more expensive. But um, also the men will sue to ensure that we can't have anything nice. (laughs) When you um, when you well, I think women only gyms do exist. They do. But but in historically men have sued to get access, which is so which is so crazy. But when I, I worked at a rec center and they had a women's only section strictly to address sexual harassment that happened in the non-women's only section. Because men are gross, men are pigs, and that's just the unfortunate reality in which we live. Do you have an L this week? Let's see. My L this week has got to be, there's somebody at work who I hate. Yes. It's not the one I told you about earlier. Mm. There's this man okay. who is on loan to us because oh. we we got him on a have, loan deal. Well, we don't have as many people as we need to fully staff the place. So because we have like a corporate office and they have several locations, they can borrow people from other states to mm-hmm. come and help us out. And we have a a person that we've borrowed who at first when they started, I was like, oh, this person is just kind of annoying. Like, I wish they would talk to me less. We talked about it on the last episode, but I'm very, you know, not incommunicado at work. I don't like to speak to people unless spoken to, essentially. And then after I've been at work for a while, I'll start to be more comfortable. I'll be like, okay, yeah, hi, guys. Like, what's going on? You guys want to go for a drink later? Like, whatever. Like, um, it's not that I hate everyone who works there or anything. It's just like, if you're trying to talk to me when I'm first walking in the door, I'm like, shut up, fag. (laughs) As um, you should. As you should. Yeah. Like, leave me alone, you freak. Um, I'm just, I'm not into it. All right, Libby. (laughs) Yeah, I, I channel Libby uh libby chesler like from uh, sabrina, from the, sabrina the teenage word sabrina the twink <laughs> sabrina the twink sabrina the teenage wit sabrina the teenage witch i'm like libby chesler all of a sudden like ew freak, freak. um i want you guys to know that like if you've never seen that show the the cadence with which i said ew was like really on brand it was giving like, libby. It, like not the louse one but the, that first one was like it was exact yeah anyway so we borrowed this guy and I always thought he was weird. I thought he was annoying. And then like there was one day where he like kind of cornered me and he was like, I think it was, he was joking, but like he, he was like, yeah, come back to so-and-so with like such and such place with me. Like, um, I'll like set you up. I'll like take care of everything. I'll like, I'll like put you up or whatever, which like if out of context, if it was like anybody, I guess it's like 
it's kind of an innocuous thing to say. It's just like, oh, ha ha. Yeah, no thanks or whatever. But like coming from a man and coming from a man like this man, it was like, this isn't innocuous. Yeah. This is a weird thing for you to be saying to me, your coworker. But I just kind of shrugged it off. He he was pretty persistent, but like I got him to go away. I was like, oh, haha, yeah, no thanks, whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, at one other point, he like was like offering me money because I was like, oh. he, I was like, oh, I'm tired because I I was like I've been working a double and I have another job that I do. Um, you know, I'm just I'm literally I wake up early. I usually wake up before seven o'clock and I'm working until. 12 a.m. sometimes right like i'm like i literally work all day long doing something or other yeah Um, and he was like he was like oh if you work so much you must have a lot of money and i'm like if i had a lot of money i wouldn't be working so much right um and he goes oh well do you want some money i'll give you a hundred dollars oh shit yes 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 right um and but something in me was like you can't not this guy you cannot accept money from this type of man right because like he is going to he he's gonna even if he is being serious and he would genuinely reach into his pocket and give me the cash he had on him right now he would then feel entitled to something yeah we then find uh, out he's sleeping with a coworker of ours for money oh um, wait, so like he's paying her he's paying her yeah oh my god okay well and I'm he glad you also didn't take that he also asked a 19 year old to come up to his hotel room how old is he he's got a wife and kids at home <gasps> he's in his 40s or 50s at ew, least ew, 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 ew. yeah hate that okay so that's that's my L is that like every time he's in the room the the mood just sours. Like he's yeah. kind of he kind of understands now that everyone in my department like doesn't like him and like so he doesn't greet any of us when he comes in anymore. We literally don't exchange words at all unless it has to do with like unless it's like literally necessary to eliminate confusion, we don't talk. Um my uh my my coworker bestie got back from vacation already is picking fights with this guy. Yeah. Um not even on my behalf. He just like was able to determine that this guy was a jack off like yeah. immediately. <laughs> oh, this so, guy just started. Yeah. This guy was borrowed like recently. So okay, he's only yeah. been around for like maybe 2 or 3 weeks. And he's going to be gone soon. He's going to be gone by October, so Okay. Yeah. Thank God. Which is longer than I would like. Right. Because uh, he was he was acting like he was leaving last week, and yet he's still here. Motherfucker. <laughs> but it is what it is. Gross, and we hate that, and I hope that he dies. Speaking of hoping that people die, I do want to take a second to talk about Russell Brand. Because this guy was recently outed as the most believable form of outing a sex predator sometimes somebody comes under fire for something like a celebrity or whatever and you're like no really i thought he was one of the good ones right um not russell brand they were like they were like yeah even before i knew what the the nature of the allegations were i was like allegations against russell brand i bet they're sexual you're right like (laughs) oh he did that shit 100 he did that shit and he did and i did read through all of the allegations but i made the mistake of tweeting about them talking publicly about how i dislike sex predators and then i i got an interesting barrage of comments tweeted at me that i just want to take one second 
to talk about. Um, the primary one was no one cares, you barren woman. Barren as in I cannot have children, which I found to be particularly fascinating as a 25-year-old who is currently going through the grips, the trials, the tribulations of... That come with fertility. That come with fertility. My body is trying to kill me. And so, I mean, it's it's always the dumbest people and the people you would most expect, which is why I also got this message that I want to talk about, which is... Because I, I said, I want to add that I support these... Because whatever my original tweet was something like, of course he's a rapist. He's been giving those vibes for a million years. And I said, I want to add that I really, you know, commend the victims for their bravery and the reporters for their excellent, you know, investigative journalism into the subject. And then this person whose name is X AI art master replied. I I just want to say the at is AI art God. Yes. I want to add that a retarded whore who judge others without knowing shit is just that. A retarded whore devoid of value. You are the worst of our society and a waste of cum. What? I know. Why can't anyone ever just disagree with me and be normal? Why does it have to be psychosexual? Like, why couldn't you, why couldn't you as somebody who disagrees just say like, I don't think we should be passing judgment on Russell until he's gone to trial and been like proven to have done these things. Even if you think the evidence is compelling, I personally believe we should wait until a court of law has had a chance to take a look. That's a normal disagreement. Or you could call a woman a retarded whore and a waste of cum. Waste of cum really stop me in my that's like deeply misogynistic to call a woman a waste of cum because it's like you are uh, let me just belittle you down to like the man that helped create you right and like also i love my dad that's a weird thing to say (laughs) yeah there's also another level of like that's such a weird thing to say about like your dad yeah (laughs) like that's nasty my parents were happily married they already had a kid when I was born, like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but um, this person also said something along the lines to me of, did you feel relieved when you found out that your dad was actually your uncle? What? And I was like, what does that even mean? And I tweeted that. I've been trying to figure out all day what this means. And I never got to see it. But this same, this ex-AI art master, art god, AI art god replied something to me and got immediately banned. They got immediately suspended from the, and this I is want to know what they said. Right, this is Elon Musk's fucking Twitter. What did you say <laughs> that got you immediately permanently suspended from the website? <laughs> okay. It's time for the best uh, segment. It is time for the best segment of the show. Uh, For, you know, real taking the L heads, you already know. Am I the asshole? This is the time in the show where we decide whether or not you are a piece of shit or whether or not you've been the victim of someone else being a piece of shit. Now, let's start here with this one titled am i the asshole because i thought we were quote family and not people with inconveniences it starts out 
It's Hurricane Lee. Our governor, news media, etc. has been warning our state for the past week. I am taking care of my special need grandson. Grandson and you're on Reddit, okay, who is nonverbal. During the transition of having my grandson live with me, I had to install the internet. He needs his tablet. My, I'm going to be cred- credulous for a second. I don't think that you would know what am I the asshole is if you just recently installed the internet. Yeah, that's a little bit uh, suspicious. Right. Okay. But anyway, it continues on. My grandson's parents are out of the picture and he is going through a difficult transition. Whenever I have lost power, my DIL daughter-in-law has always told me that I have an open invitation to their house. Plus, they have a generator. Come over, come over. Even if I had power, come over anytime. I'm welcome to any time. Remember, I have no power, no internet connection, and no Wi-Fi phone. I packed an overnight bag for my autistic grandson along with food that he likes to eat. I don't know how long we will be without power. I show up. Daughter-in-law is quiet. She tells me that my 40-year-old son had to take their two younger sons out so she can have alone time. I apologize that we messed up her time. I asked her if she had anything running on the generator and she said no after her movie wait what okay after her movie she does a few things and hides in her bedroom this is the first time that she has met her nephew no interest on her part to even get to know him my son called me while i was at their house and said today was my daughter-in-law's alone time and said i shouldn't just show up without calling i told him i had no power no wi-fi phone he hung up on me after I had told him I thought I had an open invitation. He tells me by text that McDonald's has Wi-Fi, and by the time he comes home, he is shutting off his power to his house, so no Wi-Fi for his nephew. Okay, pause there. Pause there, because the only reason you're sh- you're shutting the power off is to get her out. Not because that's something you normally do. That's not a thing you normally do. I don't believe that for a goddamn second. Um, continues on, uh, he, he, oh, he has two other sons sneak upstairs and not talk to me while we are sitting in the dark. I use the flashlight on my phone to go upstairs and say goodnight to my grandsons. As I got upstairs, my daughter-in-law tells the boys to be quiet. I told my grandsons goodnight and gave them each a hug and kiss and told them that I'm just rolling my grandsons up. It's 7.30 PM. What? <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's early as hell, though. They kicked us out in the rain with no lights on in the house to see. We were only there for an hour and a half, and my lights came back on by that time at my address. Normally, when we lose power, it's for days. I texted a friend and asked if she could drive by my residence because my son has lied to me in the past. She and her husband offered us to come over in the middle of the night if we lost power again. Am I the asshole in thinking that my son and daughter-in-law wouldn't mind for showing up in bad weather when we had no power? That's crazy. That's crazy, actually. They treated you so poorly. An hour and a half, they were there. That's it. Yeah. That's fucked. And so they, like, very obviously drove her out. She took the hint and left. Like, that's crazy. Like, that's... Okay. Because clearly they did... Like, I would say... My gut is to say, that's your mom, right? Right. That's your mom, I understand that not everybody has a good relationship with their mom, though. But, like, for your... If if your wife has been telling your mom, like, oh, my God, you can come over anytime. You're welcome anytime. Then, clearly, you don't have, like, a contentious relationship with your mother. Right. Right? So, you were just... 
inconvenienced by this one particular day, this one particular instance, when she literally lost power in her house and it was terrible weather. Like, and she's here taking care of um, what sounds like your brother's kid. Yeah. For no reason. Like, because, like, she has to now. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, well, you don't have any sympathy for your mom? Right. Like, what the hell is going on in this household? Also, to pretend that you're shutting the power off in your house at 7.30 p.m.? Come yeah. on now. Come on now. Come on now. Don't be lying on your mom like that. Okay. I'll let you take this. the reins on this one. All right. Am I the asshole for punishing my boyfriend with no sex after he wouldn't pay for my birth control? I, 20 female, have been with my boyfriend for a year. I have a three-month subscription uh, of birth control, which costs... So these people are British, so this is in pounds. Uh, Do the conversion if you want. I won't. But it's 39 pounds for three months. Uh, Last time my pills were due, I had no money. I had gotten a call from my mom who was incredibly sick and had to spend time in the hospital. She asked if I could take care of my siblings and pets. I left the next day. It was much more expensive than I had anticipated. The train ticket cost nearly 100 pounds on its own. I also did the food shopping and overall uh, the three-week trip cost me just under uh, 400 pounds. My mom ended up paying me back in full, but I had no money for my birth control subscription. I asked my boyfriend to send me the money and he said no. Uh, I explained the situation and he said that a lack of planning on your part doesn't constitute an emergency on my part. Pause, pause, pause. Because you taking care of your mom in the hospital and taking care of your siblings while she's in the hospital and traveling to your parents is a lack lack of of planning planning? on your part. What the actual fuck? is wrong with this guy all right i'll let you because like here's the thing i understand like not being comfortable like sending your partner money for whatever reason but (laughs) calling it a lack of planning because she had a family emergency is so disrespectful like if you don't want to pay for it just say no to say no i don't want to do that so insanely disrespectful so she got she says i got really mad which is valid. Good for you, girl. As you should. As you should. I would get mad too. Um, I got really mad and said I was taking care of my family and not fucking up and not like fucking about spending my money irresponsibly. He said no and that I am not entitled to his money. Gross. Which, loser. Dump him. Yeah. It's like, first off, that's not using your money irresponsibly at all. Um, right. And sure you're not entitled to your partner's money necessarily unless you have decided to be serious partners and merge your households um in a way that is you know like you know equitable i I personally feel that you know like i don't understand people who get married and then have like completely separate finances i'm like if you want to go to the legal route then you want to you should go the legal route you know um same same reason why i don't think you should buy a house with somebody you're not married to but 
all that aside, mm-hmm. um, these people are not legally bound. So whatever. If you don't want to share money like that, if that makes you uncomfortable for whatever reason, if I'm giving you the benefit of that, fine. But like, you shouldn't act like it's her fault. Right. For <laughs> having a family emergency. Anyway, so she goes, when I got back to our place two weeks off birth control which again if you don't know anything about birth control this means she is not protected she's been off birth control for two weeks she can get pregnant um he tried to initiate sex i said no he asked why me i'm not on birth control him but i've missed you and i'm horny me oh well you'll have to wait until next month when my pills arrive in three weeks time he got upset and said i was weaponizing sex and being financially controlling. Am I the asshole? Girl, no. Not even remotely close. There's not even a realm of possibilities in which you could be the asshole in this situation. First of all, what does weaponizing sex mean? Like, he wants to fuck and you said no? That's not weaponizing sex. That's consent. That's having control over your body. He doesn't have any right to fuck you. Fuck this guy. He's right. a loser. Like, I'm guessing what he means is... I'm guessing what he means is, like, you're trying to force him to pay for your birth control by saying, like, you can't have sex until it happens. But it's like, she's not saying that. She clearly already bought it. Yeah. The pills are arriving in the next cycle. Yeah. (laughs) Right? So it's just like, okay, well, you decided that she was going to miss the last shipment um because she couldn't afford it she asked if you wanted to chip in because it was something that was to both of your benefit yeah the ability to have sex like again it's not like she asked you to pay for something that was fully for her you know what i mean she's asking you to pay for her birth control if you can't think far enough ahead to think how can this like say you're a selfish person which like whatever (laughs) um but like if you're a selfish person and you can't think far enough ahead to think, why would my girlfriend's birth control have a positive effect on me? What behaviors of hers are maybe impacted by the fact that she is on birth control? Right. Maybe the fact that we're currently having raw sex and we mm-hmm. need her to be on birth control. Like, what do you think happens if you don't pay for her birth control and she can't afford it? Guess what? No more raw sex. No buddy. more unprotected sex. Like, she's not on birth control. You physically, you can't do it. Sorry. Um, and I guess you could go for condoms, but what if she's allergic to latex or something? Like, there are many reasons why some women choose to be on birth control instead of using condoms every time. Whatever. Um, but, like, you didn't, you really didn't think that far ahead as to how this could affect you and your sex life? Apparently. That's... Well, that's on you for being stupid. Right. And apparently he didn't think that far ahead. And then to to try to shame her, first of all, by trying to shame her and saying that you weren't financially, you know, responsible enough. Why would she be expecting this? Why would she be expecting this to happen? First of all, she's exceptionally young. She is very young. I wouldn't expect her. She's 20. I wouldn't expect Most 20 year olds don't have an emergency fund. Right. I wouldn't expect her to have any sort of money saved up. Right? Just in case her mom got fucking sick as shit. Like... Right. So that's number one. That's insane. But then to try to shame her by saying she's weaponizing sex. Like, you feel entitled to this woman's body, despite the fact that you are not willing to contribute equally into the medication that allows you to fuck her. Right. (laughs) Like, that's so stupid. Like, I would consider... 
Um, I would consider something like birth control. It's like that's that's re- that's a reasonable shared expense because it's like people take birth control so that they can have sex with their partner. Right. Sometimes, sometimes it's for their own purposes, but like most of the time, people don't like to take birth control for no reason because it, it does fuck with the body. Um, you know, and so it's like if you know that that's the reason. And, like, you have decided as a couple that that's going to be how you deal with protected sex. Mm -hmm. Then it's like, that becomes a shared... That's like when you have a condom break and, like, you have to buy a plan B and the guy gives you money to buy a plan B. Like, it's the same shit. Exactly. So, I mean, fuck this guy. She conclusively is not the asshole. He... 100% 100% is the asshole. And fuck him and I hope he dies and you should leave him expeditiously. Now let's continue on on apparently a, a variation on the theme of our first am I the asshole. Am I the asshole for yelling at my mentally handicapped cousin for cutting up all my dresses? Uh, well, we're off to a not auspicious start. No, not great. We're not looking fantastic, folks, but let's get into it. So recently, my aunt, female 41, and her son, male 13, came home to my country from Sweden. We have a spare room where we uh, where my dresses are hung since my room is a little small. They're sort of hidden away on a rack in the corner. So you have to pull them out to see them. My aunt and my cousin were going to sleep in there, which I didn't have a problem with. He's mentally handicapped. I don't really know what it is and practically acts like a seven year old. Which is a little annoying, but I don't blame him or anything. Okay, I'm going to assume that this person posting this is pretty young. I would assume they're pretty young to be talking about disabilities in such a... Oh, yeah, in such a blasé fashion. That's one way to put it. When I woke up in the morning, it was really hot and everyone was downstairs. So I walked into the spare room to find a dress. Only to find practically every single one with cuts and parts on the floor. I basically freaked out and instantly knew who it was since my aunt and mom wouldn't do something like that. I stormed down the stairs and screamed at him, which attracted my aunt and mom to come immediately. I couldn't be calmed down at all since I bought most of the dresses with my own money. He started crying and my aunt hugged him, trying to console him whilst my mom started yelling at me for making him cry. He even admitted to it while, uh, after a while, and even then they consoled him. My mom offered to pay for some, but it's only enough for like 10 dresses and I had over 30. Besides, I can't find some of my favorites since we're getting closer to winter and the fact that I was proud... Uh, and the fact that I was proud that I paid for it myself, some of my family, including my mom and aunt... We're all telling me I'm in the wrong and to apologize to him, but I really don't think I am. Am I the asshole? Some context. Okay, this is important. I am a 16-year-old cis woman and haven't seen my aunt and cousin for a little over two years. We have a shared desk besides the dresses that have a few scissors here and there. We, my mom and I, forgot about them when they came, so we didn't hide anything away. Okay, the fact that she's 16 is a huge important... And I mean... Based on reading the story, I could tell she was a child. That, I mean, here's the thing. Being upset is fine. Right. You know? I think this sucks. Right. A lot of the responses are like, you're acting like a seven-year-old. It's like, I mean, somebody destroyed all of your clothes. Right. I think I'd probably be upset. I I would probably 
err on the side of not the asshole just because of her age. If this was an adult who was this upset about it and like screamed at the autistic, the mental, I don't know what this child has, but this, you know, mentally ill child, I would probably, it would give me more pause, right? Because if that happened to me, I would reasonably be upset, but I wouldn't yell about it because they're not going to get anything. Right, but like the person who did this is only three years younger than her. Right, so So it's not that, and like at 16, do you have a full understanding of the spectrum of disability and what that means? No, of course not. So I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not mad at her about it. I'm not mad at her about it. I feel like, you're not the asshole, especially knowing that she's 16 and she paid for those dresses herself. She was really proud of that. 30 dresses, too, to have just completely ruined. And for At me... At that point, it's kind of like, okay, so your aunt knew that her son had, like, no sense of control right. over him, over, like, the type of shit that he would do. And she left him alone long enough to cut up 30 dresses. Right. What was auntie like, doing? He was fully unsupervised for hours. What like, was auntie doing that she allowed this to happen? Like you knew something was going on. Okay. Let's do this next one. Am I the asshole for having four weddings? Uh, I can read this one. I 30 female now uh, met my husband 30s male while studying in Europe. We are both African, but from two different countries. Pause for a second. Let me just tell you something right quick. My heart goes out to Nigerian women as someone who is on soccer Twitter. Because anytime a soccer player is accused of rape, it's for some reason, every man with a Nigerian flag in his name is like, nah, he didn't do it. My son didn't do this. It's like, it's this... I mean, it's so much so that it's a meme on soccer Twitter that, like, if a guy is accused of rape, motherfuckers in Lagos are going to come out in droves to defend him, which just has me feeling like, what is it like for women in Nigeria? Like, what are you having to go through if all of these guys are, they hear that a motherfucker is accused of rape and they're like, nah, let me come to his defenses. Anyway. She says, after wedding planning, we realized what a logistical nightmare it would be to have everyone we want there in one place. After much consideration, we decided to have a ceremony in all of places most important to us. My country, his country, and the country we live in. The first stop was in my country where we had a, a first a marriage ceremony as my parents' homestead, then a European-style white wedding. It was a large affair as my parents went all out on the wedding and invited lots of people. Next was in my husband's country and it was oh so beautiful. His mom had a traditional bridal gown made for me and I felt so loved and welcomed by his family. It was another big celebration as his parents did the same thing. It's mine. Finally, we returned to Europe where we had a small ceremony with about 60 people. It was by far the most low key, but still a nice ceremony. We still funded this one and our parents paid for the ones in their respective countries. We had a two week holiday before coming back to start new jobs. It all lasted eight weeks from start to finish. The only consistent guests were immediate nuclear families as we didn't want to put anyone out. I'm starting to get confused. What is the fourth wedding, right? This is this three makes sense to me. What are you thinking? Yeah. 
I just have to keep going. We made one Instagram post caption. What's better than one wedding? A music reference with 10 pictures from across our ceremonies and one from our honeymoon. Maybe I, counting the honeymoon? Yeah, maybe. I had to catch up with my friend on return and found she'd gotten engaged while we were back home. I congratulated her and was happy for her, asking if she had started planning her wedding. She said yes, but money was tight and she's had to do it on a budget. She asked for my support given the summer I just had and asked me to be in her bridal party. I said, of course, and I'd help her plan a great wedding that won't break the bank. I've been sending her messages of Pinterest and TikToks. I see a budget friendly ideas for her wedding. She's been blue. Uh, she's been blue ticking me for a while. So I asked if everything was okay. I got a massively long paragraph telling me I'm a bad person. I had four weddings where she can barely afford one. I'm sending her tacky DIY things when I had a classy ceremony. I did not offer to help her pay for her wedding when I can clearly afford four weddings and a honeymoon. I'm a bad friend for even letting her get to this point. I'm spoiled and privileged and so ungrateful. I left her on red for day for a day because I felt if I'd responded straight away, I'd have cursed her of her name. She sends me aggressive question mark texts asking if I have en- nothing to say, which is comical given she'd been leaving me on red for ages. I replied and said, you're cle- clearly dealing with something right now. I'm going to give you space to face your demons. Come back to me when you're ready to be an adult and have a rational conversation. She said I was condescending and unfeeling. I blocked her to maintain my peace. Am I the asshole? This one... I've gone up and down at this right? point. Right? I am conflicted. Anytime somebody says, I blocked her to maintain my peace, I'm like, oh, you're one of those type of people. Like, for me, it's if you're willing to say something like that, you, I don't think you're being completely honest about how this situation went down. Right. Like, you might have been sending her some bogus-ass Pinterest. <laughs> like, if you were sending her some Pinterest that were, like, toilet paper wedding dress, <laughs> like, girl, go to hell. Girl, go to hell. Come on. You know. You already um, know. And, like, I also I also need to know, like, are you rich? Mm-hmm. Because that does affect my opinion. Because she never says right. she whether never- or not she is rich or if her husband is rich now i will say if the reason they had so many weddings and was they were able to spend so much money was because he's rich or his family is rich that's a different situation but she because did then it's like she did give some insight and say that her family paid for the wedding in her yeah, home they country paid for one and his family paid, paid for, for the other but then like but you did have the third wedding but then what? And then you had a honeymoon, right? But I don't know. Part of me is like, girl. She said you were sending her some tacky DIY things. Girl, how ugly were the bullshit? <laughs> I've I've been on Pinterest. Okay, how ugly was the bullshit you were sending her? Right? <laughs> like, because if you were sending her some bogus ass shit, I get where she's coming from. On the other hand, it is inappropriate, right? Like. Why did you ask her to be in your wedding? All of this had already happened. And then you asked her to be in your wedding. Right. Right. So I don't know. I'm definitely torn. I don't, I I think probably it's one of those like no one's the asshole or everyone's the asshole situations where it's like, I mean, if you really were that bothered by the fact that this girl's rich, 
you know, maybe you right. didn't meet her in your wedding. That being said, if you genuinely are rich, maybe you should have been helping out a little bit more with this fucking wedding. Oh, right, clearly, right. What's better than four weddings? Five weddings. Pay for the fifth. <laughs> right. So it is a big question mark on this one. I really don't know where I come out. <sighs> like, I think it's too much of an unreliable narrator. Right. I feel like that's what I'm taking away from here is I do not know. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. And we'll leave it at that. All right. But next one. Am I the asshole? Be- oh. We just read that one, actually. You have the next one. Correct. Okay. Um, I was like, I pulled up a link and it was the same one we already read. I was like, can't do that one again. I am. No, you're going to like this. Okay. Um, so let's see. Um, I don't have the title on this one. I cut it off when I did the screenshot. Um, or no, here it is. Am I the asshole for not helping with my stepdaughter? Okay. I F and I, this normally we react at the end or a little bit during, I want you to react as you get the information because okay. it's, one of those, it's one of those that really blossoms Okay. <laughs> as you, as you add more and more information. Uh, I female 30 okay. have been married to my husband Dave, male, 35, for two years, been together for five. So they got together when she was 25 and he was 30, and they've been married since she was 28 and he was uh, 33. Okay. Normal. Keep that in mind. He has a daughter from a past relationship, Eve, female, seven. Okay. She was two when they started dating. She's seven now. She was five when they got married. Okay, little girl. Okay. I have always been decidedly child-free. I don't like or want to be around children. A good thing that you married a man (laughs) who has a baby then. I'm sorry. Pause right here. Why would you marry a man who does have a child? If you are just like, you don't have to have a baby, but you are in a relationship with a man who has a child, girl. That's your mistake. That's your mistake. Wait for it. Okay. (laughs) When I met Dave, I didn't know he had a child. (laughs) All right. Never mind. Let me walk this back. Let me walk this back. All right. She's in the right. Oops. Oops. We, We had been dating for four months. Before I realized it, to <gasps> Dave, <laughs> to people who asked why I didn't ask, we met at his house at a party he hosted. There was no picture or anything <gasps> indicating there were any kids around. Dave! No pics of your little daughter, your angel daughter at your <laughs> damn house? In fact... His entire house screamed bachelor, white sofa, white bedding, extra clean infinity pool. Okay. All right. I realized he had a kid only when her mom dropped her off without notice at his house when I was there. (gasps) Okay. I take back. So he didn't even tell. All right. I'm going to take back what I said. That's fucked up. How are you not upfront about having a child? They were dating for four, four months. months. He didn't say he had a kid. He didn't at say this shit point. about a child. Well, okay. 
I, I like as someone. Who Let is, me enter the mind of Dave, who is definitely in the wrong at this point. Let right. me, don't get me wrong. He's a 30 year old man who has a two year old kid who he probably didn't want. Mm-hmm. Right. And he is now entering a relationship with a 25 year old he met at a party. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably thinking this is short lived. Right. I'm not going to have to mention the fact that I got a kid living at somebody else's house that I have. Four part-time. months also isn't like a crazy. Four months isn't a crazy amount of time, especially As someone since... who is, you know, nearing the third year of her relationship, like four months in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Like I didn't know shit about my partner when we were dating for four months. Now. I know everything, <laughs> but you like at that new time, every day, right? <laughs> but at that time, it was like, ah, uh, you know, it's just, I could, I could it's see, not super long. I could see yet. having secrets a couple months in still, right? Um, not especially. Kid, not I have produced have a, a child. Having a child is kind of a crazy thing to keep to yourself. Not having a picture of, the of your situation for me, it's like. As someone who wants kids. He has a bachelor pad. Right. If, if for me, as someone who wants kids, it's like not having a picture of your perfect angel baby in your house is nuts to me. Like as someone who knows that the second my baby is put in my fucking, my apparently fat arms, like now my jacked ass arms, that I will fall in love with that motherfucker and love it until my dying breath and do everything I can to protect it. Like the idea that you wouldn't have one one singular picture of your perfect angel baby child in your house is absolutely nuts to me like how how do you have a baby and no pictures and it isn't like this is a teen pregnancy or anything no you were grown ass you're older than i am (laughs) he's he's 30 at this point this kid is two this isn't a new baby right that's not a fresh ass baby. That's a stale baby. <laughs> he, he, he's been known he's had this right, kid by the time this woman came into the picture. But anyway, so okay. Um, I realized he had a kid only when her mom dropped her off without notice at his house when I was there. That's so fucked. I'm it sorry. W- that's so fucked. Yeah. That that's how you found out. Right. He never told you. You just like she showed up, girl. That and he's like, girl, get out. And you're like, oh my god, what? There's a child here, right? Oof, and he's like, yeah, baby. that's mine. Yeah, that would be my baby. Yep, that's <laughs> my baby. Oops, I didn't tell you that. Um, <laughs> it was a shock. I told him I am child free and need to end the relationship, but he begged me to stay. <gasps> okay i i take back i was i was initially like it's on her it's on her right now it's on him this is this is honestly one of the biggest like yes what and 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 then what um as it develops so she said she needed to because she did the right thing and say yo you have a kid you didn't tell me about I know we're like starting to get to know each other and everything, but I'm child free. Right. I don't like kids. Sorry. No this thanks. is a hard line for me. We need to end the relationship. He begged me to stay. I told him in no uncertain terms, I don't want to be around or raise a child. He agreed. He even got a vasectomy to prove to me he is serious. <gasps> All right, I'm. It's even. I'm further in her camp. It's not her fault. So far, Eve lived with her mom 
most of the time and visited every other weekend. I took off these weekends. Basically, I still led a child-free life. All that changed two months ago when Eve's mom remarried. Her husband didn't want any kids previous to their marriage around. <gasps> oh, he's the asshole. What the hell? What the hell? That Because he has no excuse, right? He knows that baby exists. He knows he that she is the- into a woman who is the primary caregiver of a now seven-year-old child. But that mom is also the asshole because it's and like- And she said yes. That's your damn baby girl who you've been raising. That's your damn baby girl who you've been raising since she was born. What the fuck is the matter with you, bitch? Yeah, she, she said, yeah. She said, fuck Eve. I hate that motherfucker. Please give me so an out. Much. Please give me an out. Yeah, the, get that fraud out of my goddamn house. Uh, Eve on fraud watch. Fra- false and fraudulent, baby girl. Um, This Eve's, story is just getting worse and worse. I hate it Eve's, so much. Eve's mom decided since she took care of Eve for seven years... It was now Dave's turn to. Okay, whoever whoever the, you know, whatever happens to the story, Eve is the loser. Eve is losing Eve big is time. Losing I big feel time. so bad for this baby this, girl. This kid is unwanted by both parents at this point. Apparently. Um, she told him, uh, she told him that as she gave the kid to him. <gasps> their custody agreement flipped, basically. Dave does love his kid and doesn't want her to suffer. He tried getting his mom to look after her, but his mom, having just retired, refuses to work anymore. No, and good for the mom. And, she yeah. should not have to watch your kid. <laughs> right. Like if like if somehow I had a kid to take care of, I'm like, yeah, I'm not trying to foist it upon my parents if they don't want to take care of a kid and my parents are unsuitable to take care of a child right. under the age of 12. Right. So... Like, <laughs> I get that. Um, it, like, that's not her responsibility. Um, Dave was forced into keeping Eve full time. This meant major adjustment to me as well. Because at this point, again, they're, they've already been married for yeah. two years. Yeah. Um, she was like, we have a perfect arrangement. Um, you know, I was previously pretty pissed at Dave, but I got a renege on that. He also it's not didn't even really his fault. It's not even really his fault. <laughs> Uh, I had to learn to live with a kid in the house. I just avoided her at all costs, Mm. even (laughs) though it was affecting my relationship with Dave, as in we didn't get enough time together. Last week, though, Dave fell sick. He needed me to take care of Eve. I tried the first day, but it was weird, awkward, and exhausting. Second day onwards, I just got a babysitter on my dime. When Dave recovered enough yesterday, he was furious at me for putting his child with a babysitter and refusing to take care of her. I reminded him what our agreement was. He said it didn't matter, that I should have taken care of his kid, that he needed me to step up. He said this was just selfish of me and that I am an asshole for doing this. I'm going to stop right there for one second. Like, I have the sympathy of... You knew you wanted to be child free, right? That was something you decided about yourself. On the other hand, girl, it's like two days. Girl, you know that he's, he ain't going to be sick forever. This is not going to be your baby forever. Like you can't babysit for two days 
is a little bit nuts to me. I don't know. Maybe that's just me as someone who does. And I'm, I can only ever speak from the perspective of someone who loves kids and does want kids as the podcaster who hates children (laughs) and doesn't want a child. I mean, I'm okay with children being in my presence. Like my, uh, my cousins or yeah, some of, some of my cousins have kids and, um, they rock. I met them. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) my, my, my cousin's kids, um, the young ones. Yeah. Um, so sweet. Yeah. So my, my younger, beautiful cousin, not my older, beautiful yes, cousin. Yes. She has four kids. Four beautiful or, children. <laughs> I guess you saw her when she had three kids and gave birth to the fourth one. Yeah. Recently. She was pregnant as hell. Um, Good for her. <laughs> yes. So, um, she had, uh, she's got four kids now and one of them is super outgoing. Like mm-hmm. we'll just talk to anybody like the most friendly child. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Like she's <laughs> delightful. She honestly. was a delight. Yeah. She was showing me how good she was at playing piano. She sucked <laughs> shit, but I was a captive audience. All like, right, I was sitting there cheering her on. Like she, she's a delightful child. Which is, and it's like so funny because like my cousin, quiet. Her baby daddy, quiet. Um, her other kids quiet as hell this but this child? one child like a super extrovert right like if if the child has the right characteristics and is related to me i was always a person who used to say before i before i realized that women had choices um was that i don't really like kids but i'm sure i would like my own kids if i had any you know because it's kind of like i mean well i made that one so You'll like my kids yeah, like my, I like kids that are like my close kids will be to cool. me. Like I don't have problems with like like for example, I think a lot of it how the kid is is down to how you raise it. So like if your kid right. is like an uber picky eater, that's their parents' fault. I do think that is some cringe behavior. As someone who worked with kid, kids for a long time. If your if your kid is like 12, 14 and can't eat a burger with vegetables on it, that's their parents' fault. That's on you. You should have made them eat that shit. Sorry. <laughs> like at a certain point, there is a window of time where you can introduce new food, new and scary foods to children. And at some point, you need to make that jump before they decide that they never need to do it. Right. Okay? Because if you wait too long, they're going to become an adult that's a picky eater. There's nothing worse than encountering an adult who's a picky eater for no reason. Like, they're... It they, is embarrassing. You, that you, is an embarrassing you say you say, you say, like, oh, um... Do you want to eat? Uh, you want, guys want to get Thai food, and you guys, like, w- do you guys want to eat gochujang or something? And they're like, "I've never had that, but I hate it." I'm right. like, "I'm gonna kill you. Grow I'm gonna up. shoot you in the head because <laughs> you are up. an adult child who does not deserve to walk this earth." Okay, um, like there are certain things that's like the parents can definitely make children worse, mm-hmm. um, but uh, like I don't want to like take care of a child for any extended period of time. That being said. I don't know if 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 my cousin like ran out on her kids and I needed to take care of them for a weekend. I think I could probably do it. You'll have to hang out with my kids sometimes. I'm sure you'll like them, but I'm like a normal person. I used person. to teach children. I used yeah, to teach did. children younger than 12. You know, like I'm just kids don't really relate to me because I talk in a really stilted and adult way. And I always have, even when I was a child, <laughs> um, <laughs> as someone who knew her when she was a child, I can 100% vouch that that is the truth. <laughs> I was like, hell 
hello fellow children right she literally <laughs> was doing the hello fellow children meme as a child like as someone who knew her from a very young age onwards like that is one thing that I always took away from knowing you was that if someone was not going to talk like a child, it was going to be you. Yeah, I'm not necessarily relatable to like children or anything. I don't think it's necessary to be relatable to children to be a caregiver. Um, I, I, um, when my mother got involved in the church, uh, she had friends who had five kids, um, four of which were actual children. Um, and they needed a babysitter and I babysat them all the time. Those kids fucking love me. Mm -hmm. Uh, five-year-olds are really easy to entertain. Oh yeah. You just needed a device of some sort. Um, you guys see my Snapchat filters. Right. Like even if, (laughs) even if you don't give them a game to play, take them outside, right? Like I've been a kid. Like, take them outside. There's endless wonders in the outdoors. Right. Oh, there's um, a worm. Cool. <laughs> cool. Right? And then, like, older kids, it's like, they like video games. Just don't, like, let them play too much. Exactly. Um, and then when it's time to, like, cook food, because, um, like, this was the type of, like, they were vegan. Um, and so was I at the time. So, like, it was like, okay, it's time to make dinner. Like, um everyone over the age of 10 you have to come help me mm-hmm. guess what it's gonna be fun like right we're gonna have a good ass time okay but this woman did provide a slight update right we should at yes. least give her so, and i don't think she's the asshole but this has been a very harrowing said, story okay so am i the asshole a lot of comments are bashing me for having married a man uh with a child i admit i was being naive All I can say is that in the five years we were together, the only time I saw the child before her mom's wedding was when she was dropped off um, that one time that she mentioned earlier. Dave kept the lives so easily separate, it was easy to forget he had a child. Um, Let's see here. Um, Dave is not just a father. I loved him. I married him and stayed with him because he is an amazing partner for me. We share a lot of the same interests and life with him with heaven. It only got bad once Eve moved in. All of you who are bashing me um, about being cold to her, we just don't cross paths. Our home is a pretty big one. She leaves for school before I get up. I will be working late and won't be home when she gets back. When I get back, um, she will be in her room doing homework. I go to my I, um, I go to my room to freshen up, but by the time I get downstairs to cook and eat, it will already be her bedtime. On weekends, um, D H I'm not sure what that means takes her out uh, or Dave I maybe guess, Dave maybe? she means um, takes her out. Uh, with him or I go out. We almost never cross paths. When I do see her, I do smile. I say hi. I don't go out of my way to see her or engage with her. That's it. Um, the day I tried, she acted like a normal seven-year-old would. I think she had school, so I had to make uh, so I had to make her breakfast, get her dressed, and drop her off. Got up early for that. She chatted nonstop, giving me a headache. Um, I from home. Um, I work from home. I work from home and got her in the afternoon. Again, fixing food, helping with homework, getting her to eat dinner, and tucking her into bed. Did all of it. I fell into bed with a huge headache. I asked my friends for an emergency babysitter and got the one they recommended. Paid extra for the emergency. I was physically, mentally, and emotionally exhausted by taking care of her. I had a professional take care of her for the rest of the days. I still checked on her and said goodnight every day. I'm sorry, but as a person who physically and mentally doesn't like taking care of kids, this is the best I could do. And you know what? I don't blame her. 
I don't blame her. Even as someone who loves, I mean, and I work because, in- like, at the end of the day, she doesn't like kids. Mm-hmm. You know, she finds kids very stressful and i don't um, understand that feeling as someone who loves kids and worked with right, kids for a long kind of, time it's kind of like when people uh make those posts about like having children in public and uh the children are being like a disturbance to everyone yeah and like some people get annoyed about it and they're like well you should be more accommodating to children in public because everybody needs to treat children and families a certain way it's right like, no you no, don't, don't. No, and we don't. I, but I, I don't have to feel angry at her. Like as someone who loves kids and understands how difficult kids can be. Again, I work with kids for a very long time. I worked in schools. I worked with disabled kids for a long time. You know, the kids who are the least likely to behave appropriately in public. And like, it does suck sometimes. Like there were times where after we, my coworkers and I would every Thursday get blackout drunk and talk shit about the children we <laughs> took care of because sometimes they suck yeah. and sometimes it's hard. But like, even as someone who loves kids and cannot wait to have kids of my own, like I don't expect everyone to feel that way. I understand that other people don't feel that way and I don't blame her. I think the assholes in the story are squarely First and foremost, stepdad, but also stepmom, because what the, or not stepmom, but mom, what the fuck? What? You just abandoned your baby girl. You loved and cared for her every day for seven years. And then you chose a gross ass man over your baby. What the fuck? That's so crazy to me, especially since you knew that your baby daddy right. didn't really want this kid mm-hmm. like that much. Cause like he had limited visitation yeah. and you were like, yeah, you can just take her full time. Yeah. Just you pawned her off on him. Girl, what the fuck? And it was like, it was like, yeah, I've had her for seven years. You can have her for the next 10 or I guess 11 because my husband never wants me to take her back. It's- you have her eternally that is some despicable shit like you've given away i'm like if y'all didn't want this fucking child why did you first off why didn't you abort her right second (laughs) eve um, would have been so much better off as an abortion as an abortion second why didn't you adopt her out to a family who did want her right like because clearly neither of you gave a fuck if you were willing to like say you know what i'll give this kid away uh, if I meet a man who doesn't want a kid from a separate marriage. Huh? What? I will say to some extent, though, the dad being sick and not able to take care of the kid. A little wild to me as someone who's like, I don't know. I was raised in a two parent household. My parents got sick when one of them got sick. Both of them got sick and they still fucking both always <laughs> took care. Like my mom, God bless her, strongest woman I know if she was sick, it wouldn't have at all in any way impacted the way in which she took care of my brother and I. <laughs> like, I, this guy must have had, like, severe diarrhea or some yeah. shit. I'm hoping he was, like, so severely ill that if he contacted his daughter, she would have died. <laughs> because otherwise, you're fucked up too, sir. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that's it. That's the other thing. If he... If you pass on, she'll get over it. She's seven. Right. She's, she's seven. Survive. All right. So in <laughs> summation, Dave, you better have been dying of diarrhea. Um, um, I don't 
don't know. I got lucky because, like, um, I had one parent that was, like, always sick and one parent that was always in good health. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, my mother was never sick. That being said, my mother was also the breadwinner, so she was also never around. Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, my sickly parent was the one who was home all the time like hey (laughs) (laughs) and your dad does rock but in summation i do want to say dave if you had severe diarrhea i hope that you die and that's the podcast don't forget to subscribe to our patreon check us out on twitter uh yes 